0: Welcome to the Fence the Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm host Mark Shorten. What a week uh, in basketball. What a week. So we had James Harden go down with his injury, so he's going to miss a month or thereabouts. Um, we've had Kyrie Irving. I'm not going to go into the political landscape of Kyrie Irving um, and the enigma that is Kyrie Irving, but obviously he's going to miss... A minimum of five could be a maximum of forever um it it feels as though every single time something happens with Kyrie Irving he's one I'm trying to I'm trying to bite my tongue here a little bit he's one step away from retiring every single time something happens or every single time he gets called out for something um whether he believes that he's in the right. Um, he just doesn't like being told what to do. So we've got – Kyrie Irving's got his six-step approach to coming back to the Nets, um, obviously c- culminating in meeting with the owner to to make sure that he they know that his values align with the Nets Association. To be honest, I think he's going to get traded before that or I think something will – Something will happen before that happens. Um, I don't see Kyrie Irving playing for the Nets in five games or six games. Um, I think something's going to happen before that. Um, and then Miles Bridges. Again, I'm not going to go into all of the details about Miles Bridges. All we kind of need to know is that he's technically able to play basketball again. So, and technically able to play in the NBA again. He doesn't have a team right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure Charlotte have his restricted agency, restricted free agency rights. Um, But the NBA, unlike the NFL, will impose some pretty serious sanctions and fines and suspensions if he decides that he's going to play again. Um, I don't see him playing this calendar year. Um, I probably don't even see him playing in January. I think it's going to be February at the earliest. Just a gut feeling. I I think it'll be in excess of 30 or 40 games for a suspension, uh, which will take us into the new year substantially. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, and on the James Harden one. Very frustrating. I've got Harden in a lot of leagues. I've got Harden and Kyrie Irving in another league. Um, but yeah, whenever you take James Harden, you expect that there's going to be some sort of a rest here and there, maybe a week uh, with his hamstring. That's always been the one for the last three or four years it's proven a little bit of troubles um, but this one I was not expecting and it's really annoying me um, and it's meant that I've lost in a couple of leagues for the first time I was 2-0 and in every single redraft league which was awesome now I'm only now I'm 3-0 and in one league off the back of oh I've got a draw in this league Um. so what is that so I am just looking it up now. It's a loss there. It's a loss there. There's a win there. I'm happy to get. So there's a there's two 11 category leagues that I'm in. I got a draw and a win. The one that I got to win in, I'm three and zero, which I'm very happy about because I've got James Harden and I've got Kawhi Leonard there, and I managed to somehow hold on for the win. Um, and that's a two hundred dollar league, so I'm very happy to. Twenty teams, four thousand dollar prize pool, so I'm very happy to be um, undefeated in that one. Um, but hey, let's let's talk waivers. So it's there's a couple of um, there's a couple of players who have recently gone down where. Um, where there's been some opportunities uh, for players and there continues to be opportunities for some players, um, which I'll touch on in a second. And if you are somewhat new to the podcast, whenever I do talk waivers, I try and get across both the ESPN and the Yahoo ownerships and I try and get under 40% for both of those. Obviously, there is going to be some players in ESPN that are a lot higher owned than Yahoo and vice versa. But given that those two are probably the two bigger platforms. Uh, I try and get under 40% for both of those so that at least whenever you're searching for these guys, they are going to be readily available in most of your leagues. Um, so, the first one i got here is Bruce Brown. So, he and I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't coin this phrase, phrase. I heard it on another podcast. Um, he's the Swiss army knife for the Denver Nuggets. He does a bit of everything and He actually plays some really nice defense. Um, The the Nuggets are a high-powered offensive team. They've got decent defenders, but they don't have really any standout defenders. And the only person that would play the shooting guard role outside of Bruce Brown would be, obviously, you've got KCP. He's really good, but he's probably struggling a little bit on offense. And then you've also got um, Bones Highland, who's just not a good defender and doesn't get back on defense that last game was... Was not um, a nice showcase offensively, but not defensively. Um, besides the blowout game, he's been playing close to, if not over 30 minutes a night, um, averaging 11 points, five and a half assists in the last seven days. Um, he's going to chip in for a board. He's going to chip in for a block. He's going to chip on in for a steal. Rarely turns the ball over as well. He's someone that you can get off your waivers as... as I was saying before, he's at 35% ownership on Yahoo's only at 8% ownership on ESPN. And he's somebody who's going to not hurt you anyway. He's going to be somebody who can contribute to every single category, um, which is what you like to see on a, on a waiver. Um, I, I'm not a massive fan of just getting shooters. There is obviously a spot for them, but I like players who are a little bit more well-rounded um, whenever you yeah, wave of wire hunting. Um, so, yeah, Bruce Brown. Larry Nance Jr., 33% owned on Yahoo, 7% owned on ESPN. He is playing his way into a consistent starting role. Um, Valentunas' minutes have dropped um, season stats or season minutes for Larry Nance Jr. He's just shy of 24 minutes a night. Valentunis is at twenty five minutes a night. So yes, Nance can play the four as well. Um as well as the small ball five, but Valentinus has not been super impressive as of late, and Larry Nance is trending up. Um he's traditionally more of a two trick pony. Um is that the phrase? One trick? One yeah, something uh, like that. What I'm trying to say is that he usually is only gonna get you Steals, and he's only going to get you boards. But he's he's able to stretch the floor really nicely so far this year, um, averaging 10 points a game um, over the last seven days as his minutes have been trending up. 14 points, two steals, seven and a half boards, uh, three assists. It's pretty damn good production for somebody who is, as I said, available in pretty much every spot on ESPN, and he's available in seven out of 10 leagues. On Yahoo. Um, so what I would also consider for Larry Nance Jr. A, if you're a Valanciunas owner, I think you should have him. Um, I Zion Williamson is. It, it feels as though he's always minutes away from destruction, um, and really just blowing out a knee or blowing out an ankle or hurting his back or something. Um, and Brandon Ingram is is kind of just back as well from missing time, um, and he's not immune from missing time um, down the track as well. So I really like Larry Nance Jr. as a handcuff to a lot of the bigs at New Orleans, probably more Zion than anything else. Uh, sorry, probably more Tunis um, than anything else just because Val plays exclusively at the five, um, whereas the other guys can play a little bit more um, in in terms of other positions. So, yeah. Um, Christian Coloco. Now, I did think that... So, Pascal Siakam, if you weren't aware, Pascal Siakam's out for an indefinite period of time um, with a two-week timetable on a re-evaluation. I... Th- those always make me a little bit nervous um, because it could be three weeks, could be four weeks, could be five weeks, could be six weeks. Who knows? Um, without having a firm timetable on it, at least with Harden, we've been told he's going to miss a month. Um, might be a few days either that, either way. But out indefinitely with a reevaluation is concerning. Um, what has he actually done? He has rider right duct to strain. Yeah. That could be could be up to a month. That. Um I, I thought with him going down, I thought Precious Achiwa was gonna be the person who picked up the most from that. Turns out Christian Coloco, he just dominated. He in fact he the one of the leagues that I got a draw in today, this guy picked up Christian Coloco three minutes before the game started and I thought that was a bad pickup and he's gone out for six blocks seven point sorry seven boards and 11 points I I think while um while Siakam's out a lot of the other Toronto guys because they run such a tight um tight structure and they they don't have too many players take the court um they only run maybe six or seven, maybe eight deep. Um they Christian Coloco is going to play big minutes. He's gonna play thirty plus minutes a night unless he gets in foul trouble. He he's gonna go pretty close to a double double every night and he's gonna get you a couple of blocks. Um and I think that's just money for jam. Whenever you've got he's only two percent of leagues on Yahoo, point three. He's owned in 03 percent of leagues on ESPN. I can almost guarantee you, whenever ESPN updates for today's games, that number is going to be up at about five, maybe ten percent. Um, but Christian Coloco is somebody who should definitely be having a look out for, especially if you're the uh, if you're in need of blocks, or if you're the Pascal Siakamonal, Max Struess. Now, this is somebody who has. I've added him in quite a number of places because he's getting big minutes, he's closing games. Um Miami Miami, as soon as they trust the player, and as soon as Spolstra and Um and Bam and Jimmy Butler trust the player, they they just they're such a prominent presence in their rotation. And Max Struess is averaging over the last week, he's averaging thirty-five minutes a night, seventeen points. Three boards, three assists, a steal, and a couple of triples. It's just these numbers. You you really you shouldn't be able to find them on the waivers, but right now we can find them on the waivers, which is great. And I think that Max Struess is somebody that, as long as he stays hot, and as soon as as long as he stays in the rotation, and as long as he continues to be a hustler, Miami are going to love him. The other thing that we've got to be mindful of about Miami is. Victor Oladipo's still out. Kyle Lowry's old. Jimmy Butler's always broken and always can sit out if he wants to. Those are three guards that will heavily, normally heavily uh, be prominent in the rotation that on a nightly basis may not play. Um, and Max Strus is just, he's been unreal to start the season. So I really like him. He's 44% owned, so he's slightly higher than the threshold that I set for myself. Um, but I really like him. I think he's going to have a, a really nice year um, and 12% owned on ESPN. Um, so, Max Shrews. And the other thing that I do like about him, the reason that I did pick him up is for this upcoming schedule, um, and I don't know what is happening in America on the Tuesday... Um, but there's no game, so I'm not sure what that's for. Obviously, it's a holiday of some description, I'm not sure which one. Um, but you've got a full day, then you've got almost a full day, and then you've got a day where there's only four games being played. Miami are one of those teams. Outside of that, you've got Charlotte, who's. Uh, they're, they're really good players, are already owned. Atlanta, their waiver, the, well, their lower owned players aren't that great. Dallas is much the same, maybe DFS. Um then you've got Max Struess. Um I I specifically had a look at this for because the week just gone in a number of leagues. I was just outplayed on the waivers from a scheduling point of view. Um there's not too much that you can do whenever you've got a full team and you can't drop players. Um and you just got players sitting. So I had to make sure that this week I wasn't gonna make the same mistake again. So Swung early, Max Shrews is going to sit on my pine all the way up until Thursday's games where I'm hoping he's going to absolutely explode and make me holding on to him worthwhile. But that's neither here nor there. Max Shrews is somebody that, if he keeps it going or if there's an, any sort of an injury to Lowry, Butler, um, Tyler Hero, he's going to take that next step up um, and consistently be a 17, 18 point guy. Um, And then finally, Malik Monk, someone who has benefited from the extra usage with the Aaron Fox out. Um, But he's been playing really, really well of late. 15% owned on Yahoo, 4% owned on ESPN. The last seven days, 15 points, 19 points, five assists, seven assists. Um, For the season, he's averaging just shy of four and a half assists uh, per game. 10 points, but that's been trending up. He's going to be somebody who... When he's got the hot hand, they're going to give him the ball because they want him to make buckets. That's what he does. But the assists have been really, really nice. So you can usually pencil Malik Bunk in for 12 points and two and a half assists. Um, right now, if we're getting him for 14 points and nearly five assists per night, you got to love that. Um, again, 15% owned on Yahoo, 4% owned on ESPN. Outside of that... Week three is in the books. I hope everybody has been successful. Um, if you haven't, there are some big, big game weeks uh, coming up. So, definitely make sure that you're, you're playing the waivers smart for the off nights um, because there are a few of those that can catch you off guard or can catch your opponents off guard if you're playing them right. Uh, but until next time and until the wave wire next time, don't forget to rate and subscribe.